0: Coffee with Colby, episode 25. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to today's episode of Coffee with Colby, the show that's all about helping you put your best foot forward on your professional path. In the time it takes to enjoy just one cup of coffee, we cover the challenges that crop up in the workplace and how to balance your career and your personal life. This is all the stuff that you need to know that they didn't teach you in school. Thanks for tuning in. As always, I'm Colby Reed, and this is my show. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about something fun, something that everybody loves, raises, and how to ask for a raise. Uh, This conversation was actually inspired by a question I got Earlier this week, I was having a a coffee check-in with uh, one of my very good friends who recently graduated from college. She graduated actually about two years ago and has been in her role for about two years and is ready to ask for her first raise and wanted to know some tips on how to go about doing this. Now, this is a path that I have walked down many times. I have asked for compensation increases. I have uh, had to negotiate my salary, which is a very similar process. And this is an area where I have quite a bit of experience, so I was excited to talk to her And the more I thought about it after I left, I realized that this really is the perfect time to be having this conversation on the podcast because this is the time of year that a lot of you are going to be having your compensation conversations with managers. This is the time of year for annual reviews. And if you are hoping for a raise, this is the time of year when those conversations are likely going to take place. Um, There are about five basic steps that I think Everyone should follow when it comes to asking for a compensation increase, Um, and I'm going to walk through how those kind of fit together here in just a second. But I want to start with a couple of really important principles. Um, The first important principle that you need to be following is that you need to, when you are approaching your compensation, you cannot treat your manager as your adversary. You cannot treat them as though they are, you know, that this is a, a demand that you are making. You are so much better served. If you treat them as a partner, if you treat them as an advocate, and if you treat them as an ally, as someone who's going to evangelize on your behalf, because realistically, your manager has absolutely zero control over your pay. Um, in, in most companies, those decisions are made very, very far up the chain, and your boss finds out that he's give, given a number and gets to tell you whether or not you got a raise and how much that was. Um if you are gunning for a raise, if you are hoping for a raise and your boss agrees, then your boss is likely going to have to take it to their boss, who's going to have to take it up to the senior team, who's then going to have to work with you know, the, the CEO and the CFO and how much is in the budget and how much are they willing to spend on their employees, and then that's all going to filter down. So you really need to approach this not as demanding You know, an an increase, not of, you know, making this personal with your manager, Um, but you want to do everything in your power to get them on your side so that they are your advocate. You also need to be treating your compensation as a long-term discussion. It does not help you at this point in the game to walk into your annual review and say, I want a 5% raise because very, 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 very few companies are in a position to change someone's compensation kind of out of the blue like that. Almost every company is going to, when you sit down for your annual review, is going to have some sort of sense of you know, what they're prepared to do in terms of changing your compensation for the year. And if they are, if you are going to advocate for um, for, a, for a compensation increase, that is a conversation that you need to be kind of laying the groundwork for well in advance. Um, so unfortunately if you have not already been having this conversation with your manager um, it may be that you know 2019 or to, you know the end of 2018 is not the going to be the time for you to get that raise but you can start that conversation so maybe 6 months into 2019 that that raise can take place i also want to be 100% clear that when i say that this is something that should be an ongoing conversation you should not be going into your boss every week and saying what do I need to do to get a raise? I want to raise, I want to raise, I want to raise. What do I need to get a raise? Are you going to give me a raise this year? Raise, 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 raise. No. And this is the same thing as if you're asking for a promotion. You need to treat this as you know maybe once every six weeks, once every month. Um, you're checking in with your manager. Um, if you are looking for some sort of increase or looking for some sort of raise, maybe once a quarter um, depending on your relationship, depending on how your your company treats it. Because there are some companies that are very upfront and want to have big open dialogues about uh, uh, about professional development. And there are some companies that just, it doesn't come up at all. So you really need to kind of read your manager. But annual review time really is, if you have not already started the conversation, is the perfect time to bring this up. So when it comes time to bring up asking for arrays. Um, these are the five basic steps that you want to follow. And these are also, I, I've, I've, I hope I've made this clear on the, on the podcast before. I am not an expert. I'm not a, a legal expert. This is all just based on my experience. I'm trying to share my personal experience with you. Take this with a grain of salt. Um, you know, talk to some other professionals in your field, talk to your parents, talk to a mentor, you know, bounce these ideas off of a couple of other people. Don't take them. This is just, this is what you absolutely have to do. Um, because uh, I don't want to be liable for, you know, if you go in and upset your manager uh, and and he decides to sack you, I, that's not on me. That's on you, friend. So um, the, the first thing that you want to make sure that you're doing when it comes to your compensation increase is, again, you need to be looking at this in terms of the long term. And you need to approach that with your manager in terms of the long term. Um, I think it's perfectly reasonable if you have... If you have the evidence, and we're going to talk about this in tip number two, but if you have the evidence that you have earned a raise now to walk in and say, I, I believe I've earned a compensation increase at this time, but if your manager says, well, I don't see it that way, or we don't have it in the budget or whatever, then your, your next question needs to be, okay, currently I'm at X. I believe that I should be at Y. I want to be at Y. What do I need to do to bridge that gap? um, this is, this is another example of, instead of just demanding a number, you're showing that you're being proactive. You show that you're thinking about the company and and the value that you're bringing to your team, to your boss and, and to the organization. You also are then getting your boss on your side and on your team by opening up the dialogue of saying, okay, I'm willing to do the work. What is that work? Um, I I've, I've always been a, you know, a, a big, a big user, you know, I'll walk whatever path it is. Just tell me what the path is. I just need to know. And you know, when it comes to promotions, things like I've always told my managers, I don't care if it's going to take me two years or five years. I just need to know what is it going to take to get to that level? Cause that's where I want to be. So, uh, most importantly, look at this in the long term and be asking the question of, okay, if I'm at X and I want to be at Y, what is it going to take to close that gap? The second tip, which really goes hand in hand with the first tip, is to be evidence-based. Do not, do not, do not walk up to your manager and say, I got a a rent increase at my apartment and so I need to make an extra $1,000 a year. Or um, I want to, I I believe I should be making $5,000 more per year. Your manager is going to laugh you out of the room. They're not going to take you seriously. And frankly, that's not... That's not their problem. Um, they pay you a salary based on the work that you do. Um, what you can do, however, is if you can walk in and say, I have brought in five new accounts this year. i signed 10 new clients. I have personally increased revenue by 20%. I have saved the company 15% through these new protocols. Those are hard numbers that can make it, a, that make it really easy for a company to be able to find the funds to provide you with a compensation increase. Um, you want to make sure you've got those hard examples this is also a great, an op, great opportunity for you and your manager to get on the same page, because it could be that your manager just expects that you're going to make 20% of revenue or something like that. But they could say, okay, you made 20% revenue and that's great. When you make 35% revenue, then we can talk about a, a, a revenue incre- a, a compensation increase. Um, it kind of bridges back to that first, that first point of looking at the long term saying, okay, here's all the work that I've done. Um, and if you have those examples, um, that makes for a really strong case to be able to walk in and say, I've done X, Y, and Z work. I believe that I've earned a 5% increase or 7% increase or whatever the the number is. Um, It also allows you to say, okay, I've done all this work. What else do I need to do to get to that level? Um, The third thing that you need to do is in addition to being evidence-based about your work, you need to do your research in terms of your number. Um, It does not come across well when you just pull a number out of thin air, um, when you say, I think I deserve a 5% increase or a 10% increase. Why? What are you basing that on? Um, you want to start by going to websites like indeed.com or glassdoor.com. They have a ton of salary information available. So take a hard look at you know, what your role is, what actual work you're doing for the company, and how that's valued across the marketplace. It could be that you're actually making more than market value. Uh, it could be that you're making substantially less. But that then gives you one more piece of information that can be of value to this conversation. If you walk in and say, boss, I have 10 clients over a over, over million dollars that I brought in this year. I've increased revenue by 20%. Um, based on my skills and, and, all, and credentials, I would be you know, this job title. At you know within the marketplace, and and this role pays X dollars. Um, I believe that I've earned a three percent increase or a four percent increase or whatever like that. Give numbers, give data. Don't get emotional. Don't make this about I feel like I'm not being compensated enough or I'm you know I feel like I should make more money. It's got to be be based one hundred and ten percent on the actual value that you're bringing to the company. Once you've done that. Then the third, the fourth step is to follow up the conversation in writing. And it is, it is imperative that this conversation remains civil, um, keep emotion out of it, um, and keep it positive and productive. Um, continue to underscore that message of I'm, I'm happy here. I want to be on this team. I want to grow. I want to know what is it going to take to move me here? Um, After you've left that conversation, it is in your best interest to follow up in writing. That's tip number four. Um, The reason for this is it is still possible, despite your best efforts, to have some miscommunication in that conversation. Uh, That happened to me, actually, uh, at one point in my career. I had a manager who provided me with a job with a career ladder, which is... Kind of Within the company, it was, okay, people at this level are doing these skills, people at this level are doing these skills, and so you could see if you wanted to move up, if you wanted to get promoted, you had to be doing X, Y, and Z. I looked at that list, and I saw, okay, I've been doing this, 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 and this, so I should be due for a promotion. What I didn't realize until my review was that, A, there were a limited number of promotions that were available. It wasn't just, okay, you do these things and automatically get promoted, um, which was unfortunate about that organization. Um, Great company, but that was... One of the things that was less than desirable, um, but also the the expectation that not just that you've done this once but that you are routinely doing it as part of your work that this is something that's just part of your day to day If I had had that conversation and gotten that in writing at the beginning of the of, of the cycle, um, that might have saved me some some frustration. So when you leave your meeting with your with your manager, if they have decided not to give you a raise or they've said we can't give you a raise right now. You can then follow up and say in, in your email, say, I appreciate the conversation. I appreciate that you are in, in, as invested in my professional development as I am based on our conversation. I will continue to push for X, Y, and Z and given it and, and provided I hit these specific benchmarks that we discussed, we'll be able to discuss a compensation change, uh, at, you know, X date, um, this gives them an opportunity to follow up and say, "Yep, you're right," or "No, you misunderstood," and get clarity so that everyone's moving forward on the same page. There is no worse feeling than believing that you're walking into a meeting and getting uh, you're getting a raise and finding out that you're not. And uh, which kind of feeds into the the fifth point here, but actually, I'm going to stop and and give you a little bit of story first. And and that was there was a period, there was a point in my career when I was working for a company. And this company, I came in with very limited with, with a, a lot of potential and a lot of raw skill, but I did not have nearly the level of experience for the role that they were hiring, but they decided to take a chance on me. And they wanted to give me an opportunity to to succeed. And because I had so little hard and fast experience in this specific industry, I was brought in at a substantially lower salary rate than the role usually played, uh, usually paid, with the kind of understanding that once I proved my worth, that compensation would be adjusted appropriately. Well, the year goes by and I sit down with my manager and say I'm being compensated, You know, I've, I've done all of these different things and I believe I've, I've earned a compensation increase. And he said, well, that's nice, but no, you haven't. And you've, you've done all these things, but I just don't have money in the budget. And so I can't, uh, I, I can't help you here. And I said, okay, well, what do I need to do? What do I need to do to move the needle? Cause I, I knew for a fact that I was making about 60% of what my colleagues were making doing the exact same work. And I said, well, what if I did this, 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 and I laid out about five or six different projects that I could take on or new work that I could do or responsibilities I could take on that would save the company money. And in doing so that's money that they could shift to my, it's my paycheck. And he said, well, let's try it. Silly me didn't get anything in writing. And of course I ended up taking on all this additional responsibility and the manager in question, then a year goes by. And I said, I've done all this stuff that we talked about. I saved all this money I'm getting my compensation increase, right? And he said, nope, we don't have money in the budget, and either even if we did, we don't give people raises that large. And so you are not going to be getting that kind of raise anytime soon. Um, maybe next year you'll get a much smaller raise and in three or four years you can string enough of those together and get to that get to that number, which really kind of floored me. Um, I mean, it was it was a great lesson in underscoring the importance of getting everything in writing, Um, but it also underscored the importance of the fifth and final tip in this, which is be prepared to get shot down. You need to ask yourself, um, if you're seriously considering a raise, you believe that you are not being compensated appropriately by your employer. So if you walk into that meeting and you come out and you don't get a raise, or your manager is not willing to put a plan together to help you get to a raise and you're not going to be able to make that kind of money, the kind of money that you believe you you deserve, what is it you're going to do? Um, there is no more frustrating, defeating feeling than walking out of a, a meeting where you believe that you should be compensated a certain way and find out that you're not going to be and have no plan. Um, being stuck and looking around saying, what do I do now? Do I stay here? Do I go? What do I do? And there is no more empowering feeling than sitting down in a meeting like that and being able to look your manager in the eye and say, "Okay, you don't want to compensate me? Fine. Here's what I'm going to go do instead. Um, you don't want to you don't want to treat it as a threat in that moment with with your manager or anything like that. But knowing in the back of your head, for example, that you're ready to go look for work elsewhere or know that, okay, they're not going to compensate me um, anymore. So there's no incentive for me to put in those extra two or three hours of work every day. Um, I'm just going to go back to doing my, you know, my, my baseline responsibilities that gives all the power back to you. Um, So just to really quickly recap the five things that you want to be doing when it comes to your Asking for a raise is, you know, start by thinking about your 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 compensation in terms of a long term arc and in terms of a long term career move. You want to be evidence based both in um, your request and and your skills and and value that you're bringing to the company, as well as the dollar amount that you are expecting for your raise. Um, You also want to follow up that conversation in writing to make sure that everybody is clear if there's a plan of action for you to follow, um, so that everyone's on the same page about that. And you also have to be prepared for a bad result and take that power back and be prepared to respond and, and take action yourself. Also, very important Want to underscore this one more time, you have to treat your boss as your ally and your advocate. They cannot be your adversary in this. They're the ones that are going to make this um, make this case on your behalf. Um, you also want to not make this personal, not make this emotional, not make this about I, you know, my rent is going up, or I need to fix my car, or something like that. Those those issues are not your boss's problem. Quite frankly, you're an adult, uh, you're being compensated for for a job for, for a job that you're doing, and you need uh, to keep that. So keep it about the data, keep it about the work, keep it as always about the value that you are bringing to your company. And with that, that puts episode 25 in the books, episode 26 coming at you before you know it. Uh, would love to hear from you. If you've got an idea for a show or a question, I am at Colby Reed, C-O-L-B-Y-R-E-A-D-E on Twitter. And uh, Again, I'm Colby Reed and we'll talk next time.